Hello everyone and welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas on the Man Sports Talk Network with a lot more content coming your way throughout the entire season. Hope you're having a great Monday night. Interesting scoreboard right now for the San Francisco 49ers and the Rams. They are leading the Rams by 14 with three minutes left in the second quarter. And not only that, but the Rams defense is just not looking okay. So, I mean, if you're a Cowboys fan, you're excited about the scoreboard right now. And it's likely that at some point you ask yourself, wait a minute, are we like the best team in the NFC? Because the Rams are looking like a team that has issues versus the 49ers. Their offense is starting to wake up, though. Two big turnovers so far for the Rams. Other than that, they are, they are moving the ball efficiently. So this is far from over, of course, but the 49ers had this insane drive in which they basically milked the entire first quarter and ended the drive with a touchdown. So if you're a Cowboys fan, I bet that you have a close eye on that one because a Rams loss would go a long way for the Dallas Cowboys. But tonight... We'll talk about the Cowboys here in ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Thank you for being here. Guys, hit the like button if you're new here. Uh, make sure you subscribe. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, please share the show. If you are watching on, uh, on Twitter, hit that retweet button. If you're watching on Facebook, share now to public. And, of course, if you are, if you are on YouTube, uh, share the show around with your friends. Now that more of us are here, though, let's get ready to start to get started and... This is, a, this is going to be an interesting show. I will not focus a lot on yesterday's game, even though it is still Monday. But I want to get into some interesting stats, looking ahead into what could be one of the best games of the year, Cowboys at Chiefs. So let's get ready to roll. What is up, everyone? Welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On The Man Sports Talk Network with a lot more content coming your way throughout the entire 2021 season. Make sure you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas for more Cowboys content, for more Mavericks content. Alec Cash had an interesting one on three observations from the win over the Falcons. I had an article on Ezekiel Elliott discussing the Cowboys' fourth down aggressiveness and how it really turns into a mindset for the team. We'll maybe talk more about it tomorrow night. But I wanted to get a little bit ahead of myself and I wanted to talk about the Chiefs game already. I know it's a little bit early to do so, but hey, it's a big game and I'm excited about it. So we'll touch on that definitely on today's show. What is up, Tom Down is burner account saying the best way to end the day. Hey, I, I appreciate it. I like it as well. Joel Wilson says Green Bay are is our only competition, says Joel Wilson. I'm not, I don't know. And we'll actually talk about the NFC odds, which are not taken into account today's game, tonight's game. So, but, but we'll get into some interesting stuff that I found when looking at the NFC odds in the betting world. Glenn says, go boys. Rudy Martinez says, OBJ and Von Miller are non-factors so far. We have not seen a lot from either of them. But hey, I think those two 
well, one trade and one free agent signing will end up paying for the Rams. Uh, Rondé Dan Balls is Tavis Banks. Dallas versus Patriots Super Bowl, says Joel Wilson. What is up, Mike? Thank you for joining the show over at Facebook. David, Alex Jones, I see you all, guy. I see you all in the chat. Thank you for being here. Ryan says, hi, bro. Can you help me with Survivor Board? Week 11, pick only one. Hmm. I will help you, Ryan. I'm just trying to figure out. All right. Let me see. Let me grab my phone real quick and let's look at the schedule. I will try to give you one team that I would pick on my Survivor. I will leave with that responsibility. I will be sweating. I love Survivor picks, so I am into this question, definitely. Uh, go with San Francisco. I know it's a risky pick, though. I mean, if you want a risky pick, I would consider San Francisco. I would consider the Browns, if you still have them active. Uh, it's already week 11, so don't be afraid to start using, you know, the good teams by now. Oof, it's a tough week, not gonna lie. The Titans, if you haven't, are a good pick as well. One of those. Always, I, I always make my survivor picks based on the uh, the, the rivals, right? Like I, I try to play against the, I try to play against the Jacks, against the Lions, against those sort of teams. Now let's talk about this Chiefs game, though. Let's get into it. I really want to get into it, man. And, and the first question of the show for you guys is. Which team, after 10 weeks of action, do you think has the better offense? Is it the Dallas Cowboys or is it the Kansas City Chiefs? And I ask this because many people have great enough Kansas City because of turnovers uh, throughout the first few weeks of the season. Lately, they have had some bad games overall in which they haven't even been efficient. But take a look at this stat. This is the stat that makes this a potential game of the year. Even though it is an AFC opponent versus an NFC opponent, it is Dak Prescott versus Patrick Mahomes. And this stat is so interesting. It is from Ben Baldwin over at Twitter. And he makes such an, an interesting graph here, which tries to measure how many drives end in a touchdown or no, how many, um, excuse me, How many series get a touchdown or a first down, right? And I love this. I love this graph right here because look at those top two teams. One is the Kansas City Chiefs. Even in spite, even despite the the turnovers, in spite of the bad performances that we saw versus the Giants on offense and versus the Packers, no one has a better better series results than the Kansas City Chiefs. But look at that team that is right there at number two, the Dallas Cowboys, basically tied with the Rams, but not really. The Cowboys are, are above the Rams in this category. This is shaping up to be a big, big scoring game. The total is at 53 and a half. I believe that it moved quickly to 55 because the betting markets are expecting the over on this game. But hey, the Cowboys and the Chiefs have two explosive offenses And they, will be, and they will prove it next weekend. And here are some answers. I think, and I will give you mine in a little bit. Uh, Tavis says, us. The Bucs are falling apart, says Joel. Burl says, boys. Dallas, Dallas. Everyone is answering the Cowboys, actually. Everyone is going with the Cowboys, and I find that a little bit surprising. Tom Downey Burner account says, but I think that KC has a more explosive offense. Mahomes is unreal. And, you know... It really helps fuel this, the hype for this game that 
the Chiefs kind of exploded. Last night versus the Raiders, they put 41 up on the board. Patrick Mahomes had five touchdowns. He had, before this game, in the past four weeks, he had five touchdowns. And only last night, he got another five of them. And it's not like the Raiders are a bottom two kind of team in the NFL. Sure, they are struggling, but they also have this potential to pull an, up, an upset win against any opponent in the NFL. Here is where the things get interesting, in my opinion, for the Cowboys. And I do, my answer for that question is the Cowboys offense. Only because I think that they're a little bit more polished right now. They have a better offensive line, whereas the, the, the Chiefs are struggling in the trenches so far. They're one of the teams that has allowed the most pressures versus Patrick Mahomes. At times, it feels like Mahomes was having some trust issues for his offensive line. Last night, he played with his third string right tackle. So... The Chiefs have been going through some stuff, and maybe in skilled position players, you could give the edge somewhat to the Chiefs because of Andy Reid and his game plans and stuff like that and what they're able to do in space. And like Barner Account just said, maybe the explosive plays pursue you, persuade you excuse me, to make the Chiefs the best offense. But I think that the Cowboys are a little bit more polished right now, and I think that they are not turning the ball over as much as the Chiefs, and I would give the Cowboys the edge because of that. But here's where the Cowboys hold one massive advantage over the Chiefs. I just showed you the offense graphs. I I just showed you the the offensive series that end in a touchdown or on a first down. Let's take a look at the defense, though, because we've talked a lot about the Cowboys struggling on giving up big plays. We've talked about them being somewhat vulnerable versus the run game. But overall, in this statistic, you know, defensive series results, touchdown or first down, so the opposite of the stat that we were looking at, the Cowboys actually have a top four defense. 68% of the opponent's drives get a first down or a touchdown on that saving drive. So the Cowboys are top four in this category. The Bills are number one, the Panthers are number two, Saints number three, and then you have the Cowboys at number four. That is huge for the Dallas Cowboys because that compares to the Chiefs that rank all the way down at number 30 in the league. So the Cowboys have the defensive advantage, and that is clear clear if you have paid attention to the Chiefs season so far. But looking at at these kind of numbers and at this stat in specific, that is a massive advantage for the Cowboys. Sure, on offense, you have the number one offense versus the number two offense. But on defense, based on this stat, of course, which is not the end-all, do-all stat, you have the Cowboys at number four and the Chiefs all the way down at number 30. To be fair, the Kansas City Chiefs are getting a little bit healthier On defense, they have looked better over the past three weeks. But also, to be fair, they have played the Giants, the Aaron Rodgers-less Green Bay Packers when they played with Jordan Love, and then the Raiders, who are looking like an inconsistent team so far. And they didn't really do much last night. So the Chiefs are getting a little bit healthier on defense. So that might give us a little bit of pause here. But that is one massive advantage that the Cowboys hold over the Chiefs right now. By the way, the Rams and the 49ers will go to the locker room at halftime while the 49ers lead the game 
21 to 7. Big for the Dallas Cowboys if the Rams lose tonight. Big for them because the box lost last uh, yesterday. The Cardinals did as well. Only the Packers walked away versus the Seahawks with a win. So it, it will be a better situation for the Cowboys if the Rams lose tonight in the number one seed conference conversation. McCarthy doesn't look like he is starving. Uh, people, I, I don't know what, what, what you guys are talking about, though, over there in, in the chat. Maybe I missed something. But yeah, that is one massive advantage that the Cowboys hold. Alex Jones says, damn, I wish D-Law and Randy were playing. Yeah, I, I, I wish that too. But it's not the case. Hopefully, uh, fortunately, excuse me, for the Cowboys, the Chiefs offensive line is a little bit banged up as well. Teams have been able to generate pressure versus Patrick Mahomes for, a, for most of the season now. And hopefully the Cowboys are able to do so as well. Really wondering how they will use Micah Parsons on this game. Because last weekend, they trust, they put their trust on the Cowboys' backup defense events. Micah Parsons played primarily as a linebacker. And they put their trust on Durant Armstrong and Terrell Vashem. And they delivered, to be honest. But that was one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL, the Falcons. So let's see. Uh, Mike says, that's true. Though this is the NFL, everyone is a start athlete. Definitely. Manny says, the Raiders were killing the middle of the Chiefs secondary. Hopefully, we take advantage of that too. We're going to have to pound the rock, says Bill Bates. That is something that I'm not sure about. That is something that I'm really, really, really not sure about. Because I expect the Chiefs offense to to have a good game. Listen, uh, we just took a look at those numbers. I don't know that you beat the Chiefs by running the football. Sure, run the football, uh, you know, in a re- at a reasonable rate, but also you got to trust Dak Prescott to go at it and play in a potential shootout versus Patrick Mahomes. So I, I really would like it more if, if the Cowboys address, approach this game willing to let Dak Prescott cook and throw the football on early downs. That's what I would like the most. Bro, do you think we're going to be in Kansas City, says Carlos Tarango. I think that he meant, uh, he meant do you think we're going to beat Kansas City? Maybe. I got to tell you, I don't know. I, I don't have an official pick yet. I do think that the Cowboys can win this football game because I do think that the Chiefs are struggling mightily on defense, and I think that the Cowboys are going to, the Cowboys offense is going to look very good versus this Chiefs defense. They're going to put more than 30 points on that board, in my opinion. My concern is that the Kansas City Chiefs offense wakes up like they did last night, and that they start operating at the same level that we expected them to before the season got to a start. And when that, our expectations were for the Chiefs to be a top one, top two offense in the NFL. I'm not sure if they're that right now because they have had their struggles. I'm not sure who, who, who wins this game yet. I don't have an official pick, but I do believe that the Cowboys have a shot at beating the Chiefs on the road at Arrowhead. Because I think that the Cowboys hold a defensive advantage. The last time Dak played the Chiefs, I think we won. Wasn't that on 2017 when that game-winning final play? No, no, when, when 
we were going to the first half and then the Chiefs scored in this crazy Tyreek Hill play. Was that in 2017, 18, 19, 20? Yes, it would be in 2017 because the Cowboys played them. I think we lost that game, though. I think we lost that game. Uh, we need to avoid penalties, says Mike. But, but back then, Patrick Mahomes was not playing. Patrick Mahomes was not playing that back then, right? That the, the first uh, season that Mahomes started was in 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Patrick Mahomes started Week 17 for the Bron for versus the Broncos for the Chiefs as the backup quarterback. But he got the start, and he even then he was making some insane plays. We didn't just we we just didn't know that he was going to keep doing that on a consistent basis. Yeah, that was. That was Alex Smith, as you guys are saying in the chat. But yeah, that was the that was the, the halftime play game. Man, was that frustrating. I mean, looking back on it, since we are not frustrated because of the results of that season anymore, looking back on it, that was a heck of a play by the Chiefs. <laughs> If you look at it objectively, I know that we were frustrated back then by the way the Cowboys defensive players performed in that particular situation. But yeah, that was that was Alex Smith playing for the Chiefs in 2017. Uh, Dallas Young says, just got here. What have you all been talking about? We've been talking about the Cowboys having the advantage versus the Chiefs offense in terms of defense. Like, take a look at these numbers for those of you who are just joining. If you look at the Cowboys offense versus the Chiefs offense, excuse me, let me change the graphic. You have the number one offense and number two offense in terms of getting a touchdown or a first down in any offensive drive. The Chiefs get one at 81% of the time, and the Cowboys get one at 78% of the time. I think this is a relevant stat because it talks about consistency and moving the, the football. But if you take a look at the defensive stats, the Cowboys are a top, four down, uh, a top four defense in this category, while the Chiefs are number 30 in the NFL. That is basically the summary of what we have been talking about so far yeah it was but that showed no fear that diving touchdown bro says alex jones uh over here we have jeff newhouse saying we beat them too with miles austin back in 09 or 10 i think if that yeah I'm, if i'm not mistaken that was the throwback jersey game with miles austin i actually have a a frame of miles austin on that football game i'm not sure if it's that game or if it's versus the the raiders which would likely be on the same uh, uh, the same season. Anyways, I think that the Cowboys hold that advantage. Now, listen, hey Steven, I appreciate you guys. I, I, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for your comment. Let me move on to something else. Hey, one more thing though, before we move on from the Chiefs, I have one cool stat for you. It's not really a stat; it is just a number. Before the season started, back in August. The look-ahead betting line for the Cowboys and Chiefs in Week 11 had the Chiefs at minus seven or minus seven and a half. One of these two numbers, if you took a look at early look betting lines in the NFL for this Week 11 matchup, minus seven for the Chiefs. Today, the Cowboys are a two-point underdog versus the Chiefs on the road. Only a two-point underdog, and it actually started at minus one and a half for the Chiefs, and it moved to two today. So we'll see how that betting spread looks on Sunday. But a, a minus two line at home is not a great line for the Chiefs. Like, it means that 
the markets are expecting the Cowboys to be very competitive in this game. And to me, it really just screams some Rams, Chiefs kind of vibes from 2018. That's what it, this game feels like a massive over 30 points each kind of shootout, kind of that 2013 game versus the Broncos. That is what I would be expecting about a week removed from the actual game. LD Williams says, this is one of those games where anything will surprise you or not surprise you. No matter what happens, I want a greedy game for 60 minutes. Everything we have faced up to now prepared us for this is LD Williams. And I think I agree with you. Hey, if this is a 40-42 kind of game in which the Cowboys lose on that final drive, I'm not sure that I will be able to complain. I'm not sure if that if I if I would be able to to complain. Like if this is a fun high scoring matchup in which the Cowboys go at it versus the defending AFC champions, I'm here for it because a lot of people have jumped off the Chiefs bandwagon and I I wouldn't if I were you. Like I still believe that this Chiefs offense can wake up. I believe that they kind of did last night versus the Raiders and I still believe that they're one of the best offenses in the NFL. But anyways, talking about the Cowboys and talking about the Chiefs should kind of get us thinking about those playoff possibilities, potential Super Bowl matchups. And I wanted to take an updated look at the NFC odds in the betting world and look at the Dallas Cowboys being uh, tied for number three in the NFC. You have at number one, the favorite to win the NFC Still, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That might come as a surprise to many of you, given that given that the Bucks actually have lost two straight. But I also think that this has a little bit to do with the fact that they have a clear path to the playoffs. They're not fighting like the Rams and the Cardinals are, so maybe that puts them above the LA Rams. And we'll see how that changes if the Rams lose tonight versus the 49ers. And then you have the Packers at plus 400, and then the Cowboys at plus 400, and then finally the Cardinals at number five in the NFC, plus 500. I don't know about you. I would 100% put the Cowboys above the Packers, at the very least, in this betting world. Because I, I, I think that the Cowboys' schedule is going to get easier Whereas the Packers schedule, not that much. The Packers still have some interesting games ahead of them, including the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are the 2.5 underdogs at home versus the Packers this weekend. But look at some of these teams that the Packers have yet to play. The Packers have yet to play the Vikings, the Rams, the Ravens, the Browns, and the Vikings again. I'm not saying they cannot win those games, but it's, it's a little bit of a complicated schedule where the Dallas Cowboys, meanwhile, have the Chiefs. And then it gets somewhat easier. You have a stretch that includes the Washington football team, the Giants, Washington, and the Eagles to close out the season. So I think that that's an advantage for the Cowboys. It could be. It could be. But hey, I'm not sure about the Packers being so high in this betting world. But now, another interesting thing, when you take a look at the betting odds for the potential conference winners, look at these numbers. Now, if you're not familiar with betting odds, uh, just a quick description of them. This basically means that if you bet $100 on the Cowboys, 
you would get $400 in return, plus your own 100, right? And, and if you bet on the Cardinals, for each $100 that you bet on them, you would get 500 in return. That is how you would read these betting odds for those of you unfamiliar with these kind of numbers. And I say this to you because I think that the the Cowboys, excuse me, the NFC and the AFC look so different so far. And look at this. The Bills are only plus 250 to win the AFC. Look at that number five team in the NFC. It pays you plus 500. Where the top, where the fifth team in the AFC plays you, uh, pays you plus 1100, which is crazy to me. Like this tells me that the betting markets see a way closer NFC than in than a close AFC. Like really, really close over in the National Football Conference. But the Patriots at plus 1100 tells you that the markets are still not buying into the Patriots hype and that they believe that it's not that there are not five teams really involved in that conference. Manny Ramos saying plus 250 means that the Bills are a heavy favorite. It uh, it means just that exactly because sure the Bucks at are at plus 300, but the Rams are also at plus 350, and then you have the Packers and the Cowboys at plus 400. But then the Bills, the fact that they're plus 250, that's a really, really low number for the Bills. Uh, that means, as Manny was saying, that they are heavy favorites to win the AFC. So just something interesting that I found while looking at today's, you know, at today's uh, odds in the betting market. But again, that does not include what we're looking at right now on the Rams game that, that they are leading, that they are losing right now, excuse me. 21-7 versus the 49ers. What is up, Charlene Evans? Thank you for being here in the show. Uh, Roy Fletcher at Facebook saying, ball control and going to pound them with the run. Says Roy Fletcher. We talked about it earlier today. I, I want the Cowboys to let Dak Prescott cook next Sunday. I really do. Burl, Kister say, uh, Burl Killer excuse me, says, Rams are going to drop with OBJ. Cancer comes with sickness. I'm going to give OBJ a little bit of a, you know, I'm going to give him a chance because teams are we're out there looking for him. We heard about this story that Matthew Stafford, Jalen Ramsey, Robert Woods, and I believe Cooper Cup were all involved in trying to recruit OBJ to his team. And then you take a look at some of the numbers that tell you that OBJ really had somewhat of a point while in Cleveland. I know that he's... He has a complicated personality and a presence in the locker room. I don't know that it's bad enough to take down the Rams. And if it is, then it really, I mean, to me, it really speaks more about the Rams than it does about OBJ himself. 21-7 Alex Jones. Damn, that is right. That is right now the scoreboard. And I got to tell you, the Rams are not stopping the 49ers run game at all. Like, the 49ers are not even being fancy about the run game so far. Kyle Shanahan is not out there pulling out uh, some interesting concepts in the run game. They're just playing old school football and they're killing the Rams with it. He's do he's he's playing with a lot of motion though. I saw one tweet that <laughs> I, I saw one tweet that said that Cal don't don't forget Cal Shanahan's heavy use of no excuse me don't let Cal Shanahan's heavy use of motion distract you from the fact that he has won 44% of his career games as a head coach. 
And I thought that was funny. I think it's a little bit unfair, though, because of the Jimmy G injuries. But I think it was funny either way. Uh, what is up, Dwayne Wright? Thank you for being here. 49ers is Manny Ramos about to hit them with a big play, action play. They have been cooking that up for a while now as they face third and eight so far. And here comes Jimmy G escaping the pressure, got sacked by the Rams. So, hey, don't count the Rams out just yet, though. Of course, we want the 49ers to win. But let's not count them out yet. Anyways, let's move on to overreaction Monday before we close out this show. As you guys know, uh, three overreactions, well, three statements that you guys in the chat need to tell me if they are an overreaction or a fair reaction. So be ready in the chat. And the first one has a lot to do with what we've been talking about so far. After the Chiefs put 41 on the board versus the Raiders, do you believe that the Chiefs are back? The Chiefs are back. Is that an overreaction or is that a fair reaction? This is a Chiefs team that walked into the season as a heavy favorite in the AFC or one of the top two favorites. They struggled for a few weeks. Then, you know, they scored 41 on the Raiders. And hey, they might have proven that they are kind of back, at least offensively, right? I don't think that anyone believes that the defense is fully, it's kind of as anywhere close to being back, but at least, you know, that offense. And Verl says no. Jeb Newhouse says overreaction. Overreaction says Raul de la Garza. Bruno da Silva says over. Stevie Mac says offense-wise, fair reaction. Overreaction says burner account, but I'd be wary. You are what your record is, says Jeb Newhouse. And that is that is a wise quote. However, I will say fair reaction. I will be, you know, I will go against you guys in the chat mostly because I will say that it is a fair reaction. Not entirely. And I, 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 that is clear, right? Like, you cannot trust this Chiefs defense a lot. But they have improved recently. Not a lot, but they have. Now, they have played the Giants, they have, they have played the Packers without Aaron Rodgers, and they have played the Raiders. But over those past three weeks, they have looked a little bit better on defense. And I strongly believe that most of the Chiefs' problems offensively were because of turnovers. I think that they can figure those out. I was a little bit concerned about what happened in the past two weeks before, before yesterday, because they were not only turning the ball over, they were just being inefficient on offense. And that was a concern for me when, when discussing the chips. Right now, though, I think that they will find a way to click. I'm not saying they win on Sunday. I'm just saying over the long run, I still believe that they can beat any team in the AFC and they can, be, they can make a playoff run and a, and a deep one. They can be on that AFC championship game, maybe. So I will say fair reaction. Not the same team that I, that I expected them to be before the season started, but I will go with fair reaction. So Alex Jones says, but their defense isn't better than our offense, is Alex Jones. And I agree with that 100%. Manny Rocha says, no, they're not. This was only game. Doesn't mean you're back. The Cowboys are better on both sides of the ball. Jet says, but there aren't a team you take lightly by any means. Uh, lightly, excuse me. And especially not late in November, right, on the road. You cannot take this Chiefs team lightly. I agree with that. 
Not enough info to say if it's an overreaction, says LD Williams. That's what makes it an overreaction, though. <laughs> if they come out at the game against Dallas and win, they may be back. I do think that if they beat the Cowboys, they are back. I do think that. If they go out there and they beat one of the best offenses in the NFL with a defense that has plenty of playmakers on it, even though they're far from perfect, I, do, I would say that they are fully back if they beat the Cowboys next weekend. I'm not sure that they do, though. I'm not sure that they do. This will be the hardest game on their schedule. Arrowhead in the cold is no joke. I think that Burner account has a point there. It, this might be the toughest game left in the schedule. And that is a good thing for a team that doesn't even play in the AFC. So the conference record not affected at all by this, by this game. Anyways. Moving on, though, moving on to the next overreaction. And many people said that the majority answer was overreaction. Let's go back to the NFC before we go back to the AFC for the final statement of today in overreaction Monday. Big third and five, though, here from the Rams. Let me look at it real quick. And I'm watching on Game Pass, so I might be a little bit behind. Oh, that's a big play by... The 49ers defense, and they're going to stop the Rams. Say, hey, listen, this is good for the Cowboys. If the Rams drop to seven and three, the Cowboys are going to be above them in the rankings. Let's go. That is good for the Cowboys. Hey, 21-7 still for the 49ers. The Seahawks are done. Is that an overreaction or is that a fair reaction? Russell Wilson got back from injury. And looked very bad versus the Green Bay Packers. Of course, this was his first game back. It was an ugly game all around. Do you believe that right now, the Seattle Seahawks, who are sitting at a, what is it? Is it a, they're sitting at a 3-6 and six record, and they are playing the Cardinals on Sunday. Do you believe that is a overreaction or a fair reaction? 3-6 and six record is just not good, man. You're not, it is not easy to bounce back from such a record. People in the chat, Joshua Davis at Facebook saying that it's fair. Stevie Max is fair. Bruno goes with fair. Burner account says over. Fair, fair. Hey, Ray, I appreciate your comment. You're the man. What do you think the Cowboys game score is going to be for Sunday game? Hey, I appreciate your comment. I don't have a scoreboard for you, though. I do think, and, and my... My sneak peek to my prediction would be each team goes over 30. Each team goes over 30. I do believe that. So people saying overreaction or fair reaction. I will go against most of you guys again. I'm sorry. I will go with <laughs> I will go with overreaction. Not yet. Not yet. I know they're three and six, but think about the 2018 Cowboys. They bounced back from a similar record. Here's why I'm still saying that it is an overreaction. They're, they're pretty close to being done. They're pretty close to being done. But take a look at this. Next weekend, they might play the Cardinals without Kyler Murray. I think that they can win that game if Kyler Murray doesn't play. If he plays, I would pick the Cardinals. Credit to the Cardinals. They have done a tremendous job this season, even though they lost big versus the Cardinals without Kyler Murray. But hey... They might play Arizona this Sunday without Kyler Murray. After that, they would have games against Washington, the 49ers, 
who of course are leading 21 to 7 birds to the Rams, but mostly they have looked like a team with a lot of issues. The Texans, the Rams, the Bears, Lions, and Cardinals, they can walk away from that slate with a good record, good enough to be in the wild card conversation. Keep in mind that if the season ended today, the 5 and 5 Carolina Panthers would be in the playoffs at 5 and 5 because there are three wild card teams already in each conference in the NFL. So I will say over. I'm not ruling them out yet, especially because I don't know. There's something about Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, especially Russell Wilson, that makes me give them a little bit more time than usual. Only thing that scares me is the weather in Missouri, says Charlene Evans. 38-17 Cowboys, says Jesse. He's already dropping his prediction. Hey, I don't. I, I will tell you that. I, I don't think that the Cowboys hold the Chiefs to 17 points. That I hope Jesse is right, but I don't see that happening. I, I really don't. I might be wrong. And if they do, you know what? Let's just let's just forget about getting Dan Quinn back in 2022. It's already looking difficult, but yeah. Uh, Cowboys will beat the Chiefs as Aaron Brown. I do believe that is possible. Perf too far, too far behind, says Roy Fletcher over at Facebook. Hey guys, I appreciate you. Hey, Beryl, I appreciate you, man, and your donation. Your comment and your donation says the boys won me 250 this week. I like your style, love your show. 41 to Terry one Beryl, that means a lot to me. Thank you for your support. I appreciate you, man. And uh, congrats on winning that money uh, on the Cowboys. I really appreciate it, man. Thank you. Jeb says, we need the same defense from the Falcons game to show up. And the thing is that you're playing a better quarterback. You're playing better skilled position players and a better offensive line. A vulnerable offensive line, but still a good one. Anyways, Sig Porra says, when are we getting Gallimore and Lawrence back? Lawrence is not coming back next weekend. I don't think that Gallimore is either. We have heard very little about, about Neville Gallimore. But yeah, Lawrence will come back late November or early December. I think that the earliest that D-Law could be coming back is versus the Raiders on Thanksgiving. So we can pretty much rule him out for the Chiefs game. Now, one final statement before I leave you guys. The Patriots are legit AFC contenders. Is that an overreaction or is that a fair reaction? Matt Jones playing good football for Josh McDaniels and the Patriots. He really is. And listen, the Patriots have beaten the LA Chargers. They kept it close versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. They kept it close versus the Cowboys. They took the Cowboys to overtime. And they just flat out destroyed and dominated and obliterated the Cleveland Browns on Sunday. Put up over 40 points versus that Browns defense, which is a good defense. So are they are they legit? I will say fair reaction. Hey, it's Bill Belichick after all. I wouldn't make them favorites over the Bills, over the Chiefs. Not, not even over the Titans, maybe. I'm not sure about the Titans, though. Uh, I would have to think about it. But I would say that is a fair reaction. Maybe it sucks that it is a fair reaction because we're sick of the Patriots. But it is a fair reaction in, uh, even still, right? Over here we have uh, fair reaction. Very, very fair. Says Tom down his burner account. Fair reaction. Fair. Mac Jones is basically Brady right now. Says Sick Porras. Hey, 
he had a tremendous game versus the Browns. Most of his passes were at the line of scrimmage or near the line of scrimmage, but just about every time that he went deep, he found his mark. He found his receivers. Are the Bills still leading that division, says Jeff? They are, and I do think that the Bills win the division, but I'm not 99% sure like I was before the season started, right? So definitely a fair reaction. Most of the people here in the show, not I correct that, all of the people here in the chat have said fair reaction. Patriots got the real deal, says Beryl Keeler. And that defense is legit. They play aggressive man-to-man coverage. They rotate their safeties aggressively. And they have done a tremendous job overall. But anyways, guys, that will be it for me tonight. I will let you enjoy the rest of the Monday night football game. Let's keep rooting for those 49ers. It helps the Cowboys uh, cause if the Rams lose this game. Thank you guys for joining me. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you share the show. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, let your friends know that you're watching ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. And also, check out adcsports.com slash Dallas for more Cowboys content and Mavericks content. I wrote one article on what Ezekiel Elliott had to say about the Cowboys fourth down mentality in case you want to check that out. Also, three observations from the Dallas Cowboys win from Alec Cash, who does a great job covering the Cowboys for ADC Sports. And I'm sure that there will be more content up there pretty, pretty soon. So make sure you check that out once the show is over. I appreciate you guys. And of course, I am here every Sunday through Thursday night. My name is Mauricio Rodriguez. Thank you for joining the show. I will see you tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central, and we'll have some more fun talking Cowboys football. Thank you very much, guys. Have a good one.